two, that, that stabilizer's broken loose again. See if you can't lock it down. This is episode eight of the Loose Stabilizer podcast. I am your host, Dallin Cranston, and joined with me today are my good friends, Josh and Thomas. How are you guys doing today? Doing first order tacular. First order. Oh, yeah. Good, 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 good. Glad to hear that. Uh, today, uh, we did not get any new news for uh, any new stuff for X-Wing. So we're just going to really get into first order today, kind of finish up our, our discussion on them and how we feel uh, they are in the meta right now. Um, but before we do any of that, let's get into our week in review. Um, and this week in review is going to be short because our good friend Josh did not get any games in. I did not. I got, got busy with other things. So I wasn't able to get any games in at all. That's okay. Happens to all of us. Um, but Thomas, you got a couple of games in, and so did I. So uh, I can talk about them first if you want. Yeah, go for it. Cool. Uh, so this week I got mm, a few games in, some against Thomas, and then others against some locals here. Uh, my first game was against a Republic list, and I played Rebels, just because I wanted to try the uh, five ship Han Solo, Luke Skywalker uh, shenanigans, um, and it went okay. I realized that Han shouldn't go like way, way out on a flank because it's kind of hard for him to like turn back in, and I wasn't. I really didn't want to rotate my turret arc, but in hindsight, like I probably should have a lot earlier because I would have gotten a lot more like double taps off. Uh, but I kept my turret arc side to side and really kind of shot it uh, at this person's uh, slider a few times and missed uh, because, you know, why not? Uh, this person is kind of infamous for their good dice. Um, it's I mean, it happens. They weren't lightning hot dice, but they were they were they were good dice. Um, Luke is ridiculous. I had no idea until I played him for myself, and holy cow, he is ridiculously strong. It's a fun time, um, Luke. Yeah, battle yeah, Luke. I should. Yeah, instinctive protons are such such a nice thing to have. Mm-hmm. Well, just like having two force. And regening one every turn, so you essentially have a calculate or full blown like two focus mods every turn or every time you're shot at with Luke just makes him like ridiculously tanky. And then having R2 to just like, I'm gonna relieve and regen was just really crazy. Um, and then Thomas, you and I got a few games in, and I honestly, it's been kind of a blur. So I don't remember what I flew. So if you remember, go ahead. Well, yeah, uh, it was it was interesting because I'm in that same boat where you flew. We th- we had three games, um, one where I was Rebels, two where I was Empire, but you were foe for all of them. Right. And I know that you, the first one that you did, you were trying out your big, your big block. You had. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You had Malaris, Scorch DT, uh, Lehue's. Midnight and Wylo, Whisper Kylo. 
Mm-hmm. And that went, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you won that game. Uh, on Thursday, I'm not sure. I know. I'm not sure if that was the one because I think I flew the quick draw LaHuse Malaris midnight. That's pr- yeah, that, okay. That's that's what you used against me on Thursday then. Yeah, Thursday you brought up yeah. quick draw. You you did beat me on that one, I think by but it was by a point. Yeah. A point. Oh yeah. That was a close game. There were so many times that Malaris just left and flew away this week, and it is annoying. <laughs> um the second game we got in we uh yeah you had that dt swarm and you also mm-hmm. had a game with um i believe i believe you used that same list twice am i wrong i th- i think so yeah yeah so the the lahues quick draw excuse me lahues midnight malaris dt Fortune, uh-huh. kylo ren yeah, it was just the five typhos that we talked about uh, two episodes ago, I think. Yes. And then uh, just whisper Kylo. Oh, excuse me, not Lahuse. It was it was Lieutenant Gaelic. Yes. I I get the lieutenants confused all the time. So yeah, not yeah. not Lahuse in the um, special operative, but the typho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yeah no I I brought up my Empire list um, on those other games just what I've been enjoying uh which is darth vader uh i i used i used boy vader this week they battle if you have vader because i was taking mauler mythical with me in the tie i brought mm-hmm. um tomax in the tie bomber i brought juno clips in the x1 and then i brought vizier in the tie reaper and i yep. missed the tie reaper it is a fun ship to do some goofy stuff with yeah, and uh, I, you know, I tried, I tried out a special shenanigan vizier with uh, taking death troopers and a shield upgrade, and it it was okay. I was definitely not flying vizier how I ought to if I was leading into death troopers. I was, I think I, it didn't trigger once, did it? No. Yeah, I, I like thought it was gonna trigger, but then Kylo Feistrated. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he he just left. Definitely, the games we played this week would have been better with Palpatine. I do want to try Fair Off next round of games, and I was looking mm-hmm. at doing Fair Off with Ion Limit Override, uh, Captain Hark, and a Target Computer. Because mm. if you do that, then Fair Off can perform a red maneuver, and then barrel roll, and then perform a focus action. Yeah. So Faroff could aileron one bank, then reveal a one signorous loop, then barrel roll, and focus. That's yeah. wild. Almost do it's it's almost like you're doing a a, a one not a talon, but like a, a one side loop. Yeah. If you if you bank yourself that way and then barrel roll, it's goofy. And it's a medium base. So had a good time with the Sultan Satellite Array. Yep. Yeah, we played that, and then we played... Did we play Chance the other time? I am not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and... Uh, um, so, like like Thomas had mentioned, I'm 
played a lot of different first order lists and right now i'm like having an, an identity crisis with them because i don't know if i like five ship i don't know if i like ship six ship uh i've been enjoying four ship but i don't know if it's competitive um and then lately i've been playing silence or kylo and i won't spoil anything other than that because i've been having a very very good time with it there we go. Um, but yeah yeah um, uh another another thing i learned this week is no matter how much of a point you want to prove do not joust the tie bomber block <laughs> i uh i flew against the tie bombers and i just made some objectively bad decisions and <laughs> it was a rough game uh, Wedge Antilles died first engagement, oh. and uh, and Major Reimer naturally evaded like three crits. <laughs> Absolute unit. So it was a it was it was a kick in the butt, but a fun game nonetheless. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I think Wedge died through playing chicken a little too hard with Darth Vader. One hundred percent. I uh, I definitely lost that game of chicken. Couldn't arc dodge the barrage rockets, and then bang range one of vizier and range one of Vader. Or it was range two of Vader, but he got the lock. So I lost mm-hmm. that road roll. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I was on. I was at the table next to Thomas, and I saw the sadness. Uh, so yeah, but it happens. And uh, yeah, bomber block is scary. Uh, I don't recommend going all in on the bombers, but it's it's good. Sweet. Well, uh, shall we begin our first order chat? Let us. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Uh, so I'm going to start time here because I totally forgot. And uh, let us begin with the High Baron. Uh, one of my favorite ships to fly in first order um, sometime, or most of the time, except when he gets too critted by a Tomax Brand Range 3 shot. Then yeah. I get sad. <laughs> but the Tide Baron, uh, Josh, since we've been talking so much, do you just want to go over the Baron? Yeah, so the Tide Baron is uh it's kind of like a tie interceptor um it has three red dice three green dice two hold two shield and the baron's ability is fine-tuned thrusters instead of auto thrusters and fine-tuned thrusters reads after you fully execute a maneuver if you are not depleted or strained you may gain one deplete or strain token to perform a target lock or barrel roll action yes um, and then, oh, do you want to do you want to mention the dial real quick? Because I think that's where the Baron really shines is the style. Yeah, the dial's kind of really good. Um, the only so it has all the basic maneuvers except for a one straight. Um, the only basic maneuvers that aren't blue for it are two hards, three hards, and three banks, and five mm-hmm. straights. And then yeah. his advanced maneuvers are red 5k and two red loops. So you hopefully are clearing off that stress strain or depletes you're going to be getting every round. Yeah. Yeah. And the the one hard turn blues and the one bank blues are very, very good 
on uh, on this ship because you can really uh, stay in the fight with those one heart turns. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so our first pilot today that we'll be talking about is Major Von Reich himself. Um, you want to get into him? Yeah, I can absolutely do that. Cool. So Major Von Reg is the Initiative 6 TIE Baron pilot. And his pilot ability is during the system phase, you may choose one enemy ship in your bullseye. That ship gains one deplete or strain token of your choice. Yeah. So if you had a bullseye shot, you didn't kill a ship next round, they're either depleted or strained. Which... With yep. an initiative six ship that can reposition after it fully executes a maneuver, hopefully you should be able to line it up like every other round, if not every round. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I will say uh, this isn't an ability you should chase, but this is an ability that you should remember because uh, this ability has definitely like saved my life a few times by handing a, a ship a deplete. Um, even if it's not the ship you're shooting at, right? Like if you have a bullseye and somebody else, you're able to just give them a deplete or a strain. And and those depletes are really, really handy, but those strains can also be really good for like, hey, I'm gonna like make sure that I kill this ship this turn. So um while it's not, you know, the greatest ability for an initiative six, it's certainly certainly good. Um, and he's got 14 points of loadout, and I think uh, Daredevil is pretty much stapled on this guy. Oh. oh, Daredevil. I cannot tell you how many times Dallin has revealed that blue one hard. Just a Daredevil, you know, to straight himself to get a, a lock, and then Daredevil, and he's done himself a a 1K turn for all intents and purposes. And he's yeah. going to do it next turn when he does another blue one hard. And the next turn. And the next turn. It is... Oh, that, ship, that ship can turn on a dime. It is insane to think that Von Reg for five points compared to like Sienna Ray for five points. And you're getting an extra, an extra shield. You're getting an ability that doesn't you know, hurt you if you kill someone. And you're getting more loadout. Yep. Oof. Yeah, um, he's good. I I enjoy playing him. I I think really, if you are taking Daredevil, then you're you want to fly him, uh, kind of like an extreme maneuver Delta Seven B Anakin, where uh, if you don't know what they're what your opponent's going to do, then you just dial in the one bank, and then you can Daredevil either direction to get a shot. Mm -hmm. Um. That's usually usually kind of my game plan plan with Von Reich. Um As for other upgrades, right now I am running him with Lone Wolf and uh, Deuterium Power Cells, and I've made the swap from from usually it was Marksmanship and Shield upgrade, and I made that swap because Deuterium allows Von Reich to just kind of like take off running um, and not really mind. Uh, because he has the regen, so he can regen twice a game, potentially getting you, you know, one more shield. Yeah, I also think that um, if you're taking Daredevil, you have it of points for Pattern, Analyzer, and Elusive, mm -hmm. which helps him 
stay in the fight a bit more if you want to be making those K-turns or sloops, getting some actions. And, you know, your elusive recharging as you do that. So you're getting a bit more, uh, you know, resilient, a bit more resistant to being just one shot off the board. Yeah. Um, another strong... Uh, oh, go ahead, speak. I, I was going to say... I think he is a prime candidate for a prime thrusters. Hmm. Just because you can perform that red action and then you can still do your um, after after maneuver barrel and then do a daredevil boost afterwards. Now you're going to get two stress tokens from it, but you can still do it all and get double repositions pretty much all the time. Wait, with... with uh... Prime thrusters and, and and say that again because I, I so 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 with with Daredevil prime thrusters and then you could just take a three point talent I I think I like Predator personally uh-huh. but yeah I really like it because you're pretty much always guaranteeing you're going to get your two um you're going to be able to do your your barrel roll off of the ship ability sure oh when you're stressed well, okay you boost and then get a red boost if you need to as well. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. One hundred percent. Um I have to agree with Josh here, Thomas. I think pattern is probably not the best use of your points on yeah. Monreg just because there's easier ways to turn around than just doing your straight turnarounds. Uh if you are taking Daredevil. If you're not, then like go for pattern. Um I've also seen uh, what's it called uh, mag pulses on Major Monrick. Uh, strong option for him as well. Just because the I the I six, yeah, the I six mag pulse is very strong. Because um, you can pretty much guarantee that that goes off. Yeah, on a majority of focus ships. token off of any bomber. Yeah, strip the focus token. Yeah, or you can just like, hey Luke, you want to waste a proton torpedo on me? It's only three dice now. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, uh, you know, you you've been doing a lot of the initiative six mag pulsing with Midnight and Malaris, and that has been a large thorn in my side to the point where it's like, I I (laughs) guess I'll I guess I'll claim. Because I'm gonna get magpul. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm getting magpul anyway. I guess I'll focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, fly better. <laughs> uh, understandable. Just understandable. Just kidding. Um, cool. Really fast. Let's get into the other two. Uh, we got Ember Hollow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go have, ahead. Have you ever used swarm tactics on Vonreg before? Um. No. No. Okay. Because no. I was just thinking, we, we've already talked about Midnight in the foe. You know, Thomas just talked about the and I6 Magpulse from Mowers with Midnight Swarm Tacting Mowers up. Mm-hmm. Why not just throw it on both and get, get four I6s in your list? Um, well, mostly if I was doing that, then I just take quick draw because quick draw can kind of stick with the ties a little better than that uh, moderate can if that makes sense i mean i i guess yeah yeah just I, like, oh, go ahead 
I was going to say my issue when, whenever I'm hearing that immediately, the issue is if you have storm tactics on Von Reg, that means you have to be range one of your friend. So if you're staying in kind of a block and I have, a, you know, I have a choice between three point midnight who has three green dice and four health or five point Von Reg who has three green dice and four health. You made yourself like you put a big target on yourself for being in the block as an option, as opposed yeah. to being kind of a wild card out in the distance that can arc dodge and and doesn't care. And even if you're putting Lone Wolf, you're like you have to be away from everyone else. You're very much your own independent system that you you're yeah. forcing your opponent to invest into killing Von Reg as opposed to just saying like, oh, I guess I'll just kill him and get two more points. I guess I yep. guess in my head I was throwing another Baron in the list. Oh, okay. And you you do double Baron on one flank, and then you have your tie block. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, no, I I here's the thing: is I really don't think the, there's a whole lot of bad decisions when it comes to squad building in X Wing. Um, so, like, if you can make a swarm tactics on work, then I'd say go for it. Um, but my issue with that is that you're just not getting Daredevil, and I think Daredevil really just opens up his dial. I mean, well, you, you can, can uh, you yeah. can get both. And then you have four points left over for a mag pulse or something, so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, it was just a thought. Just a thought. That was a yeah. Lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Thomas, do you want to talk about the other two, Ember and Hollow? Sure. So getting into our other five point, we have Hollow. Her pilot ability reads, at the start of the engagement phase, you must transfer one of your tokens to another friendly ship at range zero to two. Mm-hmm. Um, 12, 12 points of loadout. Got a fair amount of slots. You know, a talent, a tech, missile, two mods. You know, I personally have not flown against Hollow and... Just kind of looking at all of the details here, I think the biggest thing that stands out to me is, you know, five points for an initiative five ship that doesn't have force or doesn't have a, you know, a really good pilot ability. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a really good pilot ability. I I guess you're going to have to explain this to me because, I, I, you know, hearing the must, I, I see that biting myself in the butt as much as... It, it can for sure, uh, but mostly this is Hollow can alternate between being a very support esque ship and being a very tanky. You can't kill me ship. Um, first of all, you cannot target lock onto Hollow because Hollow will just check the target lock to somebody else. Sure. Um, so that's that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is that Hollow can, you know, oh I'll. I'll be a support of the ship this turn and deplete and like evade. And then I'll chuck my evade to uh, somebody who's who needs it more than I do. Cause she just kind of hangs out in the back. Um, yeah. And then like you can turn on, turn on the boosters and go kill something um, and like joust somebody and be focused target locked and then chuck your strain token to somebody who's not getting shot at this turn. Um, it's a really good ability, but like you were saying, there are better 
uh, options for the five points that you're spending on hollow. Um, also, side note, you can take angled deflectors on her if you want to go like full meme. And then you can throw a reinforce to a friend. And that's really silly. That is like hilarious. A, yeah, it's, it's really funny. So it seems like Hollow's biggest weakness then is Thread Tracers. <laughs> because as yes. soon as you see with the Thread Tracers, that lock sticks and you can't get rid of it. That's, no, you know, uh, yeah. So just like, you know, take Thread Tracers. When my custom Vader... <laughs> my nine-point tie Defender Vader is going to take Thread Tracers. Absolutely, you should be. Every list. It should have thread tracers somewhere. Oh yeah. Is that is this the running joke now as we're telling our, our listeners to take thread tracers in every list? Just no, kidding. I, it's, it's not a joke. We're totally serious. Please take thread tracers. I will make a list. I will make a tie defender elite list. Or I don't know, maybe maybe a, a corn horn list that uses thread tracers. And, yes, uh, and I will. I will let I will let the audience know in a week in review how that turns out, how bad I get stomped. <laughs> cool. Um, anyways, follows neat, uh, but there's better choices, in my opinion. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, at five points, the first order is not lacking. They're they're actually quite blessed with the amount of ships they have that are good at that points level. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if you're wanting to spend five points on a sometimes support ship or sometimes a ship that shoots itself in a foot when you have access to like Blackout, Vonrig, Kylo, Quick Draw. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably it's still a very good ship, but it's it's underwhelming in the list. Yeah. And that that's what I was going to say, is that there's more consistency with other five-pointers compared to Hollow. Like, sometimes Hollow will be your shining star, and then other times it's like, oh, Hollow exploded after two turns. Dang. So. Yeah. And I think I think that's the biggest thing to me that is kind of I don't know. I a lot a lot of the five pointers that you've flown against me personally with your your um, first order shenanigans, they've all been very good at um, either jamming me and really messing up my interactions, <laughs> or they're very very sneaky, getting around. And I guess I'm looking at just even you know even the points, the loadout, only having the the two health, two shields. And I'm just thinking, well, you know, Kylo or, or, you know, some of the silencers, they can bring a bit more to the table and can pack a better punch. And you have very good support ships for a lot cheaper. Yeah, agreed. For sure. Cool. Did you want me to get looking at uh, Ember then? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, Let's just... Uh, real quick talk about Ember because yeah. this is the four point option for the BA. Four points. Real cheap. Four. Yep. Initiative four. Pilot ability while you perform an attack. If there is a damage ship, a damage ship friendly to the defender at range zero to one of the defender, 
The defender cannot spend focus or calculate tokens. So, bit of a word salad, but if you're doing some damage, you can prevent token spending from your enemies, which is mm -hmm. very strong, especially at initiative four, which is kind of yeah. the lowest initiative for a lot of armies right now. So, if your other three ships can do a damage to someone, can get one card on a ship, then you can prevent one of their neighbors, or even themselves, from spending their own tokens. Yep. Um, and Ember has just enough points for Juke. Oh, what? Oh, gosh. Yep. Oh, I, oh seven. Oh. I think Ember is a great four-pointer with Juke. Yep. Just because you say, oh, you can't spend tokens yet, and then you just juke it, and you're just guaranteeing pretty much a damage. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, I think Lahuse outshines Amber ever so slightly. That is, like, very, very slightly. And honestly, like, you don't like flying the SF, but you don't know what to do for four points. Like, Amber is a really solid choice. Yeah. Yeah. So what uh cool. what chassis are we looking at next, Alan? The Fombers. Uh for those who don't know, that is the tie bomber for the FO, referred to as the Fomber, because uh it's easier to say that than the tie slash SE bomber. I don't even know what SE stands for. Uh they recently got buffed a little bit. Uh they have That's two three point up. Yeah, special edition, yeah, yeah, yeah. special edition time bomber. <laughs> right on. So there are two three pointers that we want to talk about. And uh, speak, you have faced a lot of fobbers from my, from what I'm aware of. So do you want to talk about them? Yeah, yeah. Just go over the ship real quick. Um, oh, so it has a two dice gun. It rolls two dice for its green, so two agility. Um, four hold, two shields. Um, it's action bar. It's got a focus, target lock, barrel roll into target lock, red boost. Uh, it has a reload into an evade, I think, right? Yep, yep. And then it has actually a really neat ship ability in Pursuit Thrusters, and which is during the system phase, you can perform a boost action. Mm -hmm. Which would be great, other than its dial is kind of awful. It's not just kind of awful, it just is awful. Um, yes. Yeah, it's the only blues it has are a one straight, a two straight, and a three straight. It has all the basic maneuvers you could ever want. However, they're all white. Other than its one hards are red, and it has red three sloops. So, if you get stressed at all from your linked actions or your red boost or your red one hards on a bomber, you are not getting your pursuit thrusters. Yeah. Uh, this thing can, like, fly, though. Like, very quickly. If you need oh, it to. Absolutely it can. I mean, because yeah. you can pull off, what is it, the, the system phase boost into, like, a four straight. and Oh, great. Yeah, yeah you can get really, really far. Um, and... Just so everybody knows, the Pursuit Thrusters boost is a white action, so it is not your red boost action. Um, so very similar to like a, a TIE Striker. And what else yes. is neat is that you can uh, you can boost, and then you can drop a bomb. 
Um, and that's really handy with like proximity mines and stuff. You can boost past somebody and then drop them on top of the person. It is. Yeah. It, it can be quite funny what you can do with them. You drop like proximity mines, Connor nets, clusters, anything like that, or just being able to like boost forward one to get extra range for your for your bomb is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I remember when uh when electro chaff missiles were only what was it four points? Yep. The uh, there was a lot of system phase boosting into rebank chaff clouds and a whole lot of shenanigans with that that it was a it is a very very nice ability to look at the game state and say cool you're right there here is some cluster mines that you now cannot get through and yeah. you've already set your dial <laughs> so if you need to fly straight through three cluster mines yeah I mean, the ability is great for getting out of the way, too, of your own ships. You know, yeah. right? Not causing bumps and stuff, which is awesome. I mean, it's just a great ability. It's just a shame the dial's so bad for the ship. Yes. Yeah, you, you kind of stress yourself only if you absolutely positively need to with the, the farmers. Yeah. So. Um, but they got some neat pilots, which is cool. Yeah. You got you got Scorch in the Fomber, which is neat for three points. So yeah, and his ability is okay. Um, while a friendly ship at range zero to one performs a primary attack, you can spin a hit, and then after everything happens, like dice and all that, uh, the defender gains a strain. So you essentially like shoot Scorch because he's pretty much just using this on himself. He's gonna shoot. And then he's only rolling two dice, so odds are you get one hit, and that's it. And then, well, I'll just give you a strain instead so that the next shot from an, a schmuck TIE fighter or whatever is going to hurt a lot more. Yeah, it's it's good too, right, if you're by a higher initiative and they, they, they're just like, their dice are just awful and they roll the one hit. Like, it is worth considering just being like, yeah, I'll just give him a strain for, you know, my next ship up. Yeah. Also very true. Yeah. Yeah. This this could definitely you know, the situation that comes to mind is you have midnight flying with you, you uh take that two die midnight gun at range two or whatever, spend the hit, get a strain, and all of a sudden Kylo Ren or Von Reg has a very nice looking target that is uh strained. And midnight yeah. is supporting even more. Definitely can get some fun interactions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so this raises a question that I want to pose to you guys. Would you rather have Scorch TIFO or Scorch Bomber? Scorch TIFO, his ability, Scorch's ability in the FO is so good. Just yeah. the ability to just, just gain a stress for an extra die. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to, I would have to see Scorch Bomber perform a little more. Um, I I saw him a bit when when the Electrochaff missiles were very popular and a lot of people were using them. I just wonder, I, I you know, honestly, I think being able to hand out those strains, and especially if you're taking DT-798, 
as an upgrade as you, in your gunner slot, yep. being able to throw out strains, and then if you have a Kylo Ren or a Vaughn Reg, just you know showing up to do some damage, I think that Scorch could definitely be a very big support role that can let your higher cost ships like really tear up. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I I can see both ways uh, when it comes to Scorch Fa- Foe versus Scorch Fomber. Uh, personally, I'm so I'm an okay fan of the bomber. I'm not the biggest fan of it currently. Uh, so I I'm in agreement with you, Josh. I think Scorch Typho is just gonna serve you a little better when it comes to uh, like damage output and stuff. Uh, but what is nice is about the three point Scorch Bomber is that you do get you can put bombs on him. He's a little more chunky. Uh, he's got four hole and two shields as opposed to the three and one that the uh, Thai fighter Scorch has. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, if you want to be a, a strain machine, you can grab concussion bombs, and you have three ways to strain somebody with your with with your Scorch Bomber. If you take true. DT, Gunner. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, it's... Uh, He's not terrible. Um, I think you can get a lot of value out of him if you know how to play the uh, TIE Bomber, um, as well as Dread, our uh, other three-point TIE Bomber, at initiative three, but he has one more point of a loadout. Um, and if you don't mind, I'll, t- I'll talk about Dread real quick. Go for it. Cool. Uh, Dread is after you reload. So you take your reload action, which is white. Uh, each ship in your bullseye gains one deplete ter- token. Now this is not enemy ship. This is just ship. So you better not reload while you got a bullseye on a friend, or else take it a deplete, and you will be sad. Um, what is nice though is that he's low enough initiative to where if you know that you're going to get a bullseye on a friend, then you might as well just reload, and then they'll do a blue. Um, but otherwise, he's got eight points, so he can take uh, bomblets and power cells, which I heard is a good time from uh, some people in First Order chat in a Discord that I'm in. Uh, I haven't tried him. I think nine times out of ten, you're going to be taking Scorch Thai Bomber. Uh, for your first bomber. Although if you already have Typho Scorch, then you might as well just take Dread if you still want a bomber. So, yeah. Any thoughts on Dread? Uh, I think Scorch is the first option if you're looking to take a TIE bomber. I mean, a first order bomber. Yeah. Because, like, Dread is neat, but I think the higher initiative and the ability is just better. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, cool. I I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, how I was gonna Dredd, say Dread can take proton rockets though. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> you know. So if that ever goes off, you know, right? You do you do have the loadout for that, which is which is neat. So yeah, 
Um, and I'm pretty sure, yes. So Dread also has a torpedo slot, which Scorched Tie Bomber does not. So can take plasmas. Yeah, you can take plasmas on uh, Dread and still have points for a bomb. Uh, so that's neat, too. Cool. All right. Well then, uh, let's wrap up here real quick by talking about Breach. He's on yet another five point option for. Uh, the first order. Um, his pilot ability is if you move through somebody or boost through somebody, um, you can acquire a lock on them. Um, so if you like do a three sloop and you go through somebody, you get a free target lock. And if you take proud tradition on him, you can take a focus as well. And then you have a double modification against a ship. Um, and that's really nice. Um, he's Probably not somebody you should go for for five points because this is um, a tie bomber and he is prone to just like rolling over or falling over and dying. Same as the other bombers. But uh, yeah. Breaches. Breach has got 18 loadout though. So you can like take proton torpedoes on him and uh, that feels good. Uh, you can. He's got a lot of. Slots. He's got two talents, a tech, two torpedoes, a missile, a gunner, and a payload, and a mod. So, a lot of options. I actually, not this last week, but the week before, I played a game against a breach and it killed my Fen Rao. Ooh! Wow. One shotted wow. with Pro Torps and Sat Salvo. So, I, it's not your best five pointer by any means. I think at four points it would be much better, but I mean, Breach with like a sat salvo and proton torps can be deadly. Yeah. Very deadly. Yeah. You better you better watch out for this for a breach. So um and with missiles kind of like especially torpedoes going down in points lately. Uh well plasmas, I should say. He's he's got loadout to really like get some uh, Swiss Army knife kind of tools, depending on what uh, squad you're going against. You know, you can have your plasma torpedoes, you can have a mag pulse on him, uh, you can get bombs on him. There's a lot you can do with him. So cool. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to our next ship, which is uh, the Silencer, kind of the flagship for uh, First Order. Little overshadowed right now, but still a very solid platform um so this is kind of like first order's super tie interceptor um and uh let's get started here by talking about the man the myth the legend kylo ren in the tie silencer uh thomas do you want to talk about it yeah i can give a quick introduction to the uh kylo ren and the tie silencer chassis so you're Typical TIE silencer, you're looking at three red dice, three green dice, four hull, two shields. You've got a focus, boost, lock, and barrel action. Uh, the TIE silencer does have auto thrusters, so after you perform an action, you can perform a red barrel roll or red boost action. And it's mm -hmm. got a pretty wicked dial. It is. Uh, <laughs> it only has one hard turns. All of its twos are blue, hards, banks, and straights. It's got a three straight, four straight, and five straight blue. So all of your straight maneuvers are blue. 
All of your two maneuvers are blue. Your only whites are the one hards, the three hards, and the three banks. You've got a four K turn and a three talon. Yeah. So a a pretty a pretty nice dial to zoom around the tabletop. Auto thrusters and then five straighting for a blue is pretty insane. Yeah. Especially when it's Kylo Ren and you've got a whole, whole heck of a lot of force and the Empire doesn't have that fast tech. Hey, he's got two. He's got two force. True. Fair enough. Um, getting into Kylo Ren. Uh, Kylo Ren does have two force and his pilot ability is after you defend, you may spend one force to assign the I'll show you the dark side condition to the attacker. I'll show you the dark side reads when this card is assigned if there is no face of damage card on it the player who assigned it searches the damage deck for one pilot damage card and places it face up on this card then shuffles the damage deck when you when you would suffer so when your opponent would suffer one critical damage you are instead instead dealt the face of card on this card then remove this card yes so kyle's um, got a great ability to just basically queue up a pilot crit. Yes, that goes under shields. Yeah. Which um, panic pilot or blinded pilot are very, very awful cards to get, especially when you know they're coming. Yeah, it works great with Malice. Uh, really, yeah. really good with Malice. Yeah. Um, I've so I really like this condition. I really like Kylo, um, but I, I've noticed from my past experiences playing Kylo that like I get kind of overzealous with this pilot ability and like spend force when I don't need to, and then it turns into like oh well now I don't have any force and I just rolled you know like crap dice and you know like all this stuff happens. And if I had not spent the force to assign the condition, then I would have been. Um, so I think Silencer Kylo, like, while this is a good ability, you should save it for, like, cases where, oh, this is the only shot coming at me, and I, like, nattied. So I, I'll spend my force to give you this condition. Um, but essentially, you're an in initiative 5, 2 force, um, super high interceptor with Kylo. Yep, 22 um, loadout points. 22 loadout. And what's nice is that he finally, with a, a majority of the other Force users, he finally got his talent slot. Um, so now, you know, you can take a talent off him and a Force upgrade. So lately for me, I've been taking Debris Gambit on him because what he does not have is an evade action. And Debris Gambit gives him the evade. And he's usually close enough to an obstacle to where he can treat that as white. Um, and then he just has a white evade action with two force. Yeah. Makes sense. Take your proton yeah. torps. Yeah. Do you you can take proton torps. Damage? Yeah. Uh, you can get brilliant on him if you don't like the malice, uh, which that's fine too. Uh, you, you can, can get. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you can make yourself an expensive Luke with Instinctive Aim and Proton Torps. Yep. Yeah. True, true, true. 
Uh, you can get extreme maneuvers on him. Uh, so if you like Daredevil, get ready for Daredevil, but I spend a force token, so I'm not stressed. There you go. Which yeah. I might take the stress. And that's yeah, scenario. you can I also just take Daredevil. You have the loadout. Like, yeah. 22 loadout is, is insane, what you can put on him. It's a lot. Yeah, you can take APTs on him, and since he's got auto thrusters, like it's not terribly hard for him to get those off either. Mm-hmm. Um, and that hurts, especially because a lot of things are very like either chunky, and so you're going to get a lot of those crits through, or low health to where you can just like one tap something and then move on with your life. Yeah, I think advanced optics is also a good pick. Because yep. you do have force, so rolling hit eyeball blank, you can spend your focus token, spend a force, and get three hits out. Mm-hmm. Um, able to do some serious damage. Yeah, um, Josh, if you had to build this Kyle, what would you do? Um, personally, the first thing I would do was is is take prime thrusters. Cool. I, I it, it's it's the same way I build like kind of a Poe Dameron. You've played against my Poe before. Yeah. Dallin, it's how can I keep my ability to reposition arc dodge as open as possible and Prime Thrusters does that. And when you have auto thrusters, it it makes it great. You should potentially yeah. always be getting double repositions off. Um I throw proton torpedoes on them. Their mm-hmm. proton torpedoes are just that good. And yeah. then oh, I'm tempted. And he still has loadout. That's what's crazy. I have four <laughs> loadout after I took yeah oh, 18 points. Crack, crack shot. I could take crack. Uh, I could go mouse. I could go instinctive aim and grab like a fanatical or a proud tradition on them. I'd probably take the proud since you've got primed already. And just keep my action bar super open. And just take That's kind of what I was looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, I really like primed on these silencers because you can do like. If you really need to in a pinch, you can focus red boost and then red barrel roll because of prime. Like you can do all three in one turn. Yeah. Or, you know, target lock, red boost, red barrel. I really like primed on them too, as well, especially because you can take sensitive controls. Mm-hmm. And if you're stressed, you can still do your, your system phase booster barrel roll. Yeah. I don't know if taking sensitive is necessarily a move on silencer no, Kylo. I, I, I don't think so either. Especially not on silencer, especially not on Kylo, but just in yeah. general on the silencers. I think Prime uh, is really, really powerful. Yeah, agreed. And uh, that's actually a great transition uh, to talk about uh, Mr. Blackout. But really fast, Thomas, do you have any ideas about how you would build a silencer Kylo? You know, um, I, I like what's being said so far. Uh, Prime Thrusters is very good if you can, like you guys have been saying, lock into Auto Thrusters into Prime Thrusters. Mm-hmm. You, you can you can get a, a whole lot of stuff. I do think Proton Torpedoes is stable to Kylo Ren. Hmm. I think I think I look at Kylo Ren as having ten loadout, and then also Proton Torpedoes as like a pilot ability. <laughs> I, I it's no. just you know four dice getting being able to get out crits like that you've got you have the force built into you as some native 
dice manipulation if you can only get the lock you know if, if you have to take the lock that turn instead of locking the turn before and then focusing um mm-hmm. with those 10 points uh i i i think i think i've had daredevil bite me in the butt too much to not take daredevil okay proton torps i think daredevil that five points does does prevent you from taking prime thrusters um i would probably go at that point probably i'm I'm torn between advanced optics or pattern analyzer i'd need to fly the fly the ship a bit more and see how i like it your reds are they're they're, they're pretty good you know getting a talon roll getting getting the k-turn Mm-hmm. And especially with proton torpedoes, if you can do if you can do that, if you can if you can four K get the lock, proton off with two fours, that's yeah. you know even better than Darth Vader getting a pattern analyzer lock, you know. Um, yeah. I advanced optics is also very good. I've just uh, I don't know. I haven't had the best luck when I've used it in the past, where I just end up rolling like eyeball two blinks. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, uh, the this, curse this... of advanced optics. Yeah, it's like oh, cool. I wish I could modify two of these dice. Yeah. Um, so I I'd probably side for pattern analyzer. So daredevil pattern and proton. That to me opens you up for a whole heck of a lot of stuff because you can easily turn around. And if you don't mind, I guess if you don't mind being double stressed, you could turn around target lock boost. Yeah. Uh that's a that's a risky business if you're double stressed with Kylo Ren. I might not recommend that, but you know, I think being a I've just I have never I've never regretted taking pattern in a laser on someone. Yeah. You've been uh, you've been harassed too many times by my all of my pattern analyzers on my ships. <laughs> I've I've there's been too many times when Darth Vader has a lock on someone and gets jammed, or has a lock on someone and then they die, and he needs to turn around and Darth Vader says, "Sorry, two dice." Yep. So that that yeah. is a ugh. it it is the downside of six point Vader. Like we talked about when we talked about Empire, is that you cannot get the pattern analyzer. So, um, really fast, uh, I was just going to touch on mine. Uh, I take Debris Gambit, Malice, um, Advanced Proton Torpedoes, and Optics. Uh, that is my Silencer Kylo build so far. It hits, he hits, you know, your seven point ship, you want him to be super consistent, and this Kylo hits really 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 hard uh with between the optics and the malice you know you have your force and then if you get the regen like yippee especially like you can guarantee it if you need to with uh i'll show you i'll show you the dark side um and then apts like i agree thomas i think you take a version of the or of proton torpedoes whether it's just regular or the advanced um true yeah it is a good a good option with kylo since you can't auto thrusters yeah, just because five dice, you know, like I was saying earlier, not a whole lot of people can live through that. So, all right, uh, let's touch on Blackout and Rush really fast. Um, 
Uh, so Josh, since you were talking about sensitive controls, uh, if you don't mind taking away with Blackout, because yeah. he is, he likes him. Blackout, Blackout's kind of funny. He, um, his pilot ability is while you perform an attack, if the attack is obstructed by an obstacle, the defender rolls two fewer defense dice. Which is kind of hilarious, because if there's a rock in the way or anything in the way, they're at minus one uh, agility, which is great. Yep. So you're just negating the obstacle bonus and then essentially outmaneuvering them. Yeah. And then with sensitive controls, you know, you can spend your action to get an obstacle in the way, shoot, and then system phase um, barrel or boost out of the way. Yeah. Um, really fast. Thomas, do you want to mention the, the decloak thing that I did? Uh, <laughs> so... It, so is remind me you just took you just took cloaking device right so there there's an upgrade for silencers and whispers called sensor scramblers where you start That's with a cloak token and so this is this is round two blackout is on the left side of the board and uh and i'm like okay well i'm gonna two bank with these x wings and we're gonna go face off blackout and try and avoid this rock I am then shown a system phase decloak for a two barrel roll to the right, followed by a sensitive controls barrel to the right, followed by a two bank to the right. <laughs> and so he basically five straighted across the board. That's hilarious. And my ex were just kind of like, what? <laughs> which, which is hilarious because, like, I don't know. If, if, if you think about watching that, like, IRL, like what those X-Wings saw, it was this... You know this 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 Tie Fighter just moved horizontally, like fifty feet to the right, without moving forward. He just he just left, and and it is a. Uh, you know, it kind of reminds me of some of the things I've heard about uh You know, people tractoring themselves to like launch their ships forward. Yeah, and uh, no, it's 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 it was it was interesting and very very surprising to see where that ship ended up that turn. And I think I think it's a fun ship. It is a it blackout was a fun ship to both like you know flying on on the first order and flying against. It really shakes up a lot of what you're used to doing in X wing, which is like, okay, there's an obstacle, let's avoid it. I'm not going to be in front of that. Or I want to be, I want that obstacle between me and my opponent, and that's just kind of the natural state. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I'm range one. I'll be range one of him, which means I'll have one green die, and he'll have five because of trick shot. And wait a minute. Yep. Yeah. Blackout turns obstacles on its head, and it's funny. Um. So. Usually, you if you're going, if you're chasing the ability, then you're taking like primed, trick shot, uh, the sensitive controls. Uh, he's fun. He's a good time. Um, you, I've also heard that you can just take outmaneuver on him, and then if you line up the glorious obstructed outmaneuver shot on him, you just remove three defense dice from the person. Holy cow! 
Imagine just lining that up on like an like an X wing range one. Sorry, no, de- no, no defense dice for Luke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> regen, regen that force. See what it does you. Funnily enough, though, Blackout has a nickname within members of the First Order community. Um, he is called Blankout, and for very very good reason. I I have not blanked out more with a ship dice wise than I have with Blankout. Do you want and to I tell them a, about I, our game? Yeah. So Blackout, <laughs> I decided to like be super aggressive with Blackout, and I was like chasing the ability. So he had like trick shot and sets controls. Um, and Blackout rolls up to range uh, two from Luke, right? Or no, no, no. Luke had range three. It was range three. Luke Skywalker obstructed. Yeah. And range to was it Wedge Antilles? Also, or was it uh, or was it Corn? It was Corn. Corn Horn. That's right. Yeah. And Corn, or essentially, what happens is Blackout shoots a Corn, rolls two hits with the trick shot, which is like okay, that's average for four dice. Corn takes one damage from that. Corn then proceeds to roll three. Versus my four from the obstruction. Well, so it, it was it was Luke who shot first. Oh, Luke shot first, yeah, and he shoots Luke, the Luke proton protons torpedoes. first. I get my, I think I get three hits through, yep. and then you end up rolling. Well, I, I get three hits, three results. You end up spending your focus to only take two, two to deny that crit. Yeah, and then Corin rolls what two crits in a hit. Yeah. And, and I, then you blank. And Blackout lived up to his uh, to his call sign. And he blanked out. <laughs> and uh, took like two crits. Uh, and it, he just like floundered around the rest of the game. Because he couldn't really do anything. Um, yeah. And I, I believe it was... Uh, I believe one of them was Panicked Pilot. Yeah. Yeah. So he literally like pretty much couldn't do anything. Which prevented your sensitive controls. And uh Well no, because I primed. Oh, true. So so I could still sensitive controls, but then I'm triple stressed. You must have been ionized then. I think I I think he yeah, I don't know. It was something silly. But anyways, um just so you know, Thomas, that game took me out of playing blackout uh, to chase his <laughs> pilot ability. <laughs> So now I take blackout and I don't take sensitive controls and I take I still take primed and sensor scramblers and then predator and now he has auto thrusters and like I mentioned with Kylo uh, he can focus boost and barrel roll and he's just essentially an initiative five and if the ability triggers like oh boy great but uh, yeah I uh, yeah. just, just want, wanted you to be aware that you killed the fun of Blackout, and now he's just an Initiative 5 silencer. I think <laughs> you, you you can't go chasing the ability with him, otherwise you're just going to get wrecked. Yeah. Yep. I mean, because, yeah, no, I, I, I played against him back in uh, pre-points when you used to fly him with, uh, you flew him with, what, Protons and uh, trick shot against me, Dallin? Yes, yes. Oh, fully my, modded, oh my goodness. Fully modded. Proton trick shot at range two against the ship that is strained, blanked out. Like it's yep. the, the zoo blank. It, it's it's great. I don't know why he does it. 
Because on paper, he should be arguably the best five-pointer in the list. Yeah. But he's just not. <laughs> yeah, he he's infamous. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I could not tell you why he's he just is blank out. But he sure is. So, cool. Um, really fast, let's touch on Rush. He's the pseudo-initiative six silencer. But he's only initiative two. Um, but while he is damaged, he treats his initiative as six. Uh, he's got 11 loadout. Um, and I was telling the guys before the podcast, uh, so I'll mention it. You can concussion bomb rush to a, like first turn with one of the three-point tie bombers. And then he's initiative six for the rest of the game. Um, so silly stuff. He's... You know, definitely worth looking at at five points if you aren't super interested in the curse of blackout. I, don't know, I, love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. I think he's great. Bombing um, yourself. Yeah, bombing yourself. The only time it's handy. Ah, <laughs> uh, quick draw. Ah, uh, quick draw. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so only <laughs> in the first order do you want to bomb yourself. <laughs> Well, we're we're a fanatical bunch. We don't care about hurting ourselves for the cause. <laughs> and yet you're shielded? Cowards. <laughs> Fair enough. Ugh. Cool. Uh, should we move on to the Zai? Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Three pilots. Hask, Tierney, and uh, Terex. Who wants what? I can get into... Task for us to start us off with a nice four pointer. Gideon Hask, also known as Gideon Hask in the Empire. Yep. This old man, Gideon Hask, four points, has 15 loadout. Um, and a quick rundown of the, of the Zy class shuttle. You have two red dice, two green dice, five hole, and two shield. You have a focus action, a red lock, a red coordinate most of the times. And then a jam action. And you are medium base. So this is, I believe, our first. Is this the only non-small base in First Order? Standard? Correct! Yep. Yeah. They have large bases and extended, but uh, this is your mm-hmm. one hope at winning Assault on the Satellite Array. Yes. But Gideon Hask has a very fun pilot ability. While you were a friendly... While you were from the small ship, so... Everyone else at range zero to two performs a primary attack <laughs> against a damaged defender. If the attacker rolled two or fewer attack dice, it may gain one strain token to roll one additional attack die. So yep. this is a very great way to get your high fighters at range two or three up to that three die count, um, especially if they're lower initiative. So hopefully that strain is not you know impactful, like you're not straining midnight, and then I just Flap, kill him. But getting an extra red die is pretty, pretty good, especially when it's any friendly small ship at range zero to two. Yes. Yeah. Um, both of you guys have flown against Hask quite a few times because I was playing him a little while. Um, what do you guys? What do you guys like about him? Uh, two crew slots. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely 
the the fact you have two crew slots, you got jam on your action bar, and you have coordinate, so you can get your a red coordinate, so you can get yourself a attack officer to get yourself a white coordinate. Very good. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of first order crew that have some very funny interactions. Uh, Phasma and Thanison come to mind. Yep. To give out stresses. I know Terex is a fan favorite of yours. Being able to give out calculate tokens to your friendlies at long distances and give out jams to opponents. Yep. When he turns and, into a robot. Yeah, when he gets yeah. lobotomized. Yes, uh, literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Terex is great, especially on Hask. Um, and that ability, um, like you mentioned, Thomas, like um, it, it can be punishing. But what's nice is that this ability, you get to look at your dice before you decide whether or not you want to take a strain for a third. Uh, so you don't decide in the or at before you roll your dice. You get to look. Um, and that is really nice because if you roll two blanks, obviously you're not going to strain yourself for a third die. Um, whereas if you roll two hits and the ship is damaged, you're like, okay, well, then I'll, I'll take a strain to roll a third. And then, oh, another hit. Great. He's really good, um, and he's a he's surprisingly quite chunky. Uh, he usually lasts a lot around long. That all of these eyes will last a lot around longer than you think they would. Yep, I, you, uh, usually, usually. I always intend on killing the eye, but typically he gets away on one or two health, which mm-hmm. is pain in the butt. But Seven health for is sure. that weird mark, man, where it's just it's just too chunky for chips to take out. You know? Yeah. yeah. Quickly. Yes. Yeah. And then you just sit there and you look at a four-point ship, you're like, do I want to invest the resources into killing that? Or, you know? Sort of taking three mm-hmm. shots, do I want to give a fourth and a fifth? Exactly. Yeah. No, definitely a Definitely a good a good support piece to have that can really give you a good core of a, a, a good core of your jousting blocks, your tie blocks. Yeah. Um, speaking of Agent Terex, let's uh, touch on him real quick. He's got 13 loadout and uh, he's got free illicit slots, uh, which is kind of wild. Why does he have those illicit slots, uh, Josh? Um, because of his pilot ability, he can hand those elicits out. So his pilot ability is, um, set up after placing forces, choose any number of your equipped illicit upgrades and equip them to friendly tie FO or tie SF fighters. Each ship can only be assigned one illicit this way. So yeah. it's pretty funny. You can like take like midnight and quick draw and people like that and just hand them like cloaking devices or, Dead man switches or whatever contraband, you yeah, know. Contraband. There's all sorts of weird oh. crap. Yeah. Have you ever wanted your commander Malaris to have contraband cybernetics? Well, now you can. Yep. Which yeah, kind of draw over two modulators scary. isn't bad. Yeah, over two modulators. Yeah. A lot of good false transponders, even like, is really good, especially because the majority of FO ships are target locking, anyways. To just like give it to a for like a first order tie fighter and be like, "Hey, midnight, you want to jam somebody this turn? Here you go." You know, 
well, yeah, even Malorus, who's going to be magpulsing someone, you want to strip off that token they took, or yeah. get get give them a jam if they have if they don't already have a a lock and say, hey, you're not defending against the magpulse, it will hit. Yeah. Um, you can also just keep these uh, elicits for yourself. So if you want to take like a cloaking device on Terex and have him, because he's only a two die gun, so he just can never shoot. Uh, if you want, and just keep him cloaked and have him run around and run up to people and jam, and then yeah, he can do some funny stuff. Oh yeah, you can do some funny stuff with contraband and a stop with a pattern analyzer. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. Get double actions for a turn. Oh my goodness. Yep. Um, so I think he's definitely worth looking at. Uh, if you want to enable like the rest of your uh, your ships to do something um, or make them like hurt even harder, uh, it's definitely worth looking at Terex. So uh, finally, I can talk about Tyranny. Go for it. Your guys, your guys' favorite Zai shuttle. Oh, uh, so tyranny, tyranny is yet another five point Zai shuttle um, with a very, very good ability. Um, she's got 15 loadout and uh, she assigns a broken trust condition to an enemy ship. For those who don't know what this is, uh, broken trust says treat friendly ships as allied, non enemy ships treat you as allied. So, Layman's terms, you are no longer friendly. So anything that says friendly no longer applies to you. So if you are a droid with Kraken as a tag relay, Kraken does not work anymore because nobody is friendly to you. You are not friendly to anybody else. Um, if you are Mauler Missile, no longer do you have a friendly backstabber uh, or Darth Vader. Dried you are no CEO. longer friendly. Yeah, your Iden Versio, you can no longer just prevent damage. Um, Rebels, you got an AP5 coordinator. Boom, I'll throw it on AP5. He can't coordinate anybody anymore. Yeah, um, Avenge, Corn Horn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All of these people lose their friendship because you broke their trust. Yes, they were they were caught colluding with the First Order. It's not it's not awful to get rid of. No, yeah. Um, so that's where the other, if you thought that was bad, here's the other part. Every time you shoot before declaring the defender, each allied ship in the attack arc that is not stressed gains one stress token. Uh, they are afraid that you're going to shoot them instead of the TIE fighter in front of them. Uh, so, but after you defend or perform an attack, if you or, the, or if the defender was dealt a face up damage card, or was destroyed, you remove the condition. So if you kill a ship, if you explode, or if you're dealt a crit, or you deal a crit, like a face-up card, then you get to remove the condition. Um, which will eventually happen. One of those things. Um, so, yeah. I Here's the problem. Is yes, this is a Zai shuttle. Yes, this... He, she is Initiative 3. But I think that the broken trust will completely like destroy entire lists, and I don't think she can ever go down to four point. Oh no! Uh, I, I've I've had to destroy me many times. Yeah, 
just that like, oh, the ability is, is good. Very, very good. Yeah. Uh, so this Tyranny, I just wanted to mention, like, I don't really play her super support, and she's more of like, she's a disruptive piece when I play with Tyranny. And so, like you had mentioned, Thomas, Phasma and Thanison are great on her, especially because the Broken Trust ship is handing out stress at the Wazoo. Um, yeah. She's able to then, okay, well, I'll just double stress you with Thanison. Or, okay, this person wasn't in the arc, but they're at range one of me, so I'll give them a stress as well at the end of the, the engagement. You can really like disrupt with Tyranny, and I really like that a lot. Um, so, good choice for five points. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. Would you take her over? Like, I I think for me, she's probably in like my fourth or fifth slot when it comes to the five point option for first order. You know, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Oh, I was I was gonna say I think I think Tierney same problem that Hollow has. They're. Yeah. There are just a lot of great five pointers within first order. And two of them we haven't even talked about yet, you know, right? That you just look at and you're like, do I want to take a Zai or do I want to take a Whisper, a Silencer, Quick Draw, Von Rig? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, it's hard to justify taking a Zai at five points, even, even though Tyranny is really, really good. You she's, know, it's, she's, yeah. it, it's hard to, to convince yourself i think to to do it right because like like you were saying she is very overshadowed by kylo by you know silencers by things that are going go ahead oh i was gonna say yeah i I think she's overshadowed and i i think too um broken trust like sign that condition can break some of your enemies list and just destroy them Mm -hmm. you know like attack relay idiversio type stuff but then some lists just don't care yep Exactly. And when that happens, you're like, wow, I paid five points for something that's not really affecting anything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing is like, Tyranny's great against uh, what I've noticed. She's great against Rebels, great against Empire. Um, she's horrible against Scum. Like, Scum does not care about broken trust because they don't you trust each other to begin with, which I think is cool. That's very thematic. But like, yeah, Scum, Scum does not care. About tyranny. Same thing with like uh, Resi resistance. Yeah, I think the resistance just does not give two craps about tyranny. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. What were you gonna say, Thomas? Well, you know, I I think that tyranny. You know, one thing being at five points, but just mainly because of her ability, changes the changes the way that you fly. So fundamentally that I think if you are flying Tyranny, the list starts with Tyranny. Tyranny is not a, like, oh, I got five points left over. Uh, we could take Tyranny. Because, like, the, it, it just it totally will shift your tactics of flying and how you plan on doing things. So, you know, I, I do think Tyranny is fun. I think you should, if, you're, if you fly First Order, you should play Tyranny and you should have fun with Tyranny because it is kind of a whole new, you know, new way to ride a bicycle yeah but i you know, i i think you know gideon hask is the zy shuttle where you have i've got four points left over oh, let's take gideon that could really work i could use some support 
It, yeah. You're not you're not going to stumble yourself into tyranny when you're building a list, or at least I don't think you should. No, I don't think you should either. I don't think you take. I think if you're taking tyranny, you take five three pointers. I think that's the only way you take tyranny right now is that she's the crux of your list, and then everybody else is like cheapo ships. Is I would I would never take tyranny in a five five four three three list. Yeah, which is. For those who don't know, five point two five pointers, a four pointer, and then two three pointers. Yeah. Uh, the tyr- tyranny does not belong there. She, she will just make you sad a lot. So cool. Uh, let's wrap up here with uh, the whisper. Let's talk about Kylo Ren again and uh, Wrath. Uh, very good five point options. Um, yeah. Thomas, you want to take that away? Yeah, I would love to get into the tie whisper. Let me pull this bad boy up right here. The tie whisper, you've got yourself a funny, funny bullseye ship. You have three red dice out of your bullseye, two red dice out of your turret arc, two green dice, three hole, and two shields. Yep. You have a focus into a rotate. And all of these actions, when I say when I say any linked action, they are all white. Focus into a rotate. Evade. Yeah, have fun, have fun with the list here, by the way, of, yeah. of the actions that you can do. <laughs> yeah, so focus, rotate, evade, target lock, barrel rotate, boost rotate, and when you throw the jamming suite, the uh, configuration, you get focus into a jam, barrel into a jam, boost into a jam, or just jam. Yep. So it's funky. At, at the end of the day, like it's it is, you, unless you're target locking or evading, you're doing a linked action. Yep. Because uh, enhanced jamming suite has some other funny conditions on it. It says while you jam, you can choose to jam yourself or another friendly ship. And while you defend, if the attacker has no green tokens or there is a jam ship in the attack arc, you may roll one additional defense die. You have a built-in way to get three green dice. Um, self-jamming is something that a lot of these ships will often do, especially if they're repositioning in order to get to a bullseye shot. They might self-jam just to get the extra green die because they don't have any tokens or locks that they're using. Um, and you're able to jam at range two out of a bullseye. So if you're lining for a bullseye, you can get some very painful, very destructive range two jams that Shouldn't be range two, but they somehow are. And then <laughs> Juno has no lock. <laughs> and Juno has no lock. Yeah. No passive uh, sensors. Yeah. Part part of this part of the chassis as well is the heavy weapon heavy weapon turret. Uh, you can rotate your turret arc only to your front or back arc, and you must treat the forward arc requirement of equipped missiles as a turret. So only front and back arc for turrets. You can do some funny buck gun missiles if you want to um and then getting into kylo ren specifically we get some goofy silly abilities kylo ren's pilot ability says before an enemy ship in your bullseye is dealt a face down damage card you may spend one force if you do that damage card is dealt face up instead Mm -hmm. so this is a, a a pretty easy way to you know if you've already maliced once 
you've got a crit going through and hey let's just have some fun while we're at it i've got two more force to spare because kylo and the whispers pulling up three force you could roll two hits in a crit and three face of cards show up out of nowhere yep yeah um and uh one of our one of our listeners said uh, malice triggers at the end of the attack so when thomas and i talked about kylo one-shotting rampage uh we misplayed that so that's on our on us but yeah uh gosh kylo is ridiculous at five points i thought he was perfectly fine at six uh that's where he was last points update he is now five points he has one extra force compared to silencer kylo um and this ship is has quickly become one of my favorite ships so much so that i bought another one <laughs> you're, uh, you're telling me you didn't do it for the two bombers no i did not i did four it for the whiz four <laughs> bombers ah. yeah jams i've i've never gone against so many consistent jams when flying against <laughs> Kylo Whisper or just two whispers in general. It yeah. It it's a real hamper on your day and you're begging for you know objective action so you at least you can do something and not take a focus just to get jammed, just to sit there and cry. Yeah. Yeah. If the only way you have to like mod your, your dice at all is just tokens, whispers make you cry. You just don't have yep. like it's it, it's like you you've probably lost the game pending really bad dice by your opponent or some very very key road rules there yeah. have been a lot of times where kylo ren kylo ren moves first so juno eclipse is out of range and he can't do anything about it and tomax bren is out of range and he can't do anything about it and then they roll up into range three range two and say take a barrage rocket that yeah. is Kylo's biggest we- only weakness, I think, is he's only initiative five. Initiative Correct. five and at the mercy of road rules, which yep. most people are. But when you need bullseyes, bull- bullseye and bullseye jams, with all the initiative five and six, that definitely is a, a uh, weak point of Whisper Kylo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's, there's kind of two ways that I've seen Whisper Kylo be built. And one is uh, instinctive aim, concussion missiles, optics. And it's just you have uh, concussion missiles that you're shooting. Uh, and you don't need to take that target lock action to do it. You can like focus and jam and then shoot those concussion missiles off. And then you have optics and your force. Um, for those who are playing like that, that's fine. I want to tell you right now, stop. bullseye predator malice and brilliant pattern is i have never even considered missiles after after running that build uh your bullseye hurts so much more than it would have ever with uh, the concussion missiles and my problem my main problem with the instinct concussion missiles is that you're gonna before starved like a majority of the game uh because you have no way to regen apart from your one that you get back every turn and so if you're spending your force on you know on the missile or on the instinctive aim 
and then you're spending your force to modify those, you know, because odds are you're probably wanting to do optics for the focus. You're just going to get, you're going to run out of force really fast and then your opponent's going to, you know, a good, a good opponent will then jump on that Kylo and, Mm -hmm. you know, three green dice with very little mods is, can fall apart if you're not careful. So I've been taking Brilliant, Malice, and Predator, and then Pattern Analyzer. Uh, And it's, it, I mean, Josh and Thomas can testify that 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 Kylo hurts really bad. Yeah, uh, Kylo having the three sloop, being able to pattern, boost, get bullseyes on you, jam you, and, Mm -hmm. you know, if he has that full three force, with Predator, you get a mod there. Uh, you know, these red moves really don't affect him as much as other pattern analyzer users, even because that build is just very much a lot of in- a lot of innate modifications that you can pretty pretty reasonably rely on. I yeah. think as well, Brilliant Evasion has kicked kicked me in the gonad so many times where it's like, oh, two eyeballs. I'll make him spend his last two force. I'll just spend one. Brilliant Evasion. <laughs> no damage goes through. Ugh. Yeah, Kylo just just hurts. You know, uh, I think I think I like him better as Lone Wolf instead of Predator. But okay. I mean, just just because the way you I flow in him against you, you usually fly him on a flank. Yeah. I think would just go off more. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, e- either one just hurts super hard, bad. You know, right? You line up that bullseye, pretty much a dead ship, or a very hurt ship. You yeah. know. Especially like paired with that pilot ability, like uh, Thomas was saying, if you even if it is like oh it's two hits and a crit, that can suddenly turn into three hits or three crits. Yeah. Yep. And three Oof. crits going through is potentially going to start a very brutal crit chain. Well, I've <laughs> I've had it happen more than once where a hit uh, yeah face down damage card is flipped to reveal fuel leak and that malice crit has already brought to itself a damage. Or he spends the force, flip it, it's a direct hit. Okay, so, you know, I've I've gotten plenty of, on more than three occasions, I've had ships that have gotten an extra one or two damage from flipping over the right card and revealing a fuel leak or revealing a hole breach or revealing some kind of nonsense that yeah. hurts. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, there's just so many cards in the damage deck that hurt, you know, from the the ship ones that you don't want Kylo to to give you from all the crits you're hoping for pilots, but then you're not really because then Kylo's just getting forced back. Yeah. Yeah. And and what's nice, too, also, is that if Kylo's got a bullseye and somebody else shoots at the ship that you have a bullseye on and deals face-down damage cards, Kylo can spend the force to flip them. Um, yeah. So if he's got like a pithy range zero shot that didn't do anything, and then your other initiative five is dealing face up or face down damage cards, you can then just be like, oh well, I'll flip those up with this ability. So, and then that way too, like you can get some cheeky kills that way as well. So yeah. Um, the other one that we wanted to touch on, and then I, I'm afraid that's all the time that we have today uh, to wrap up our first order talk. Uh, well, I guess we'll uh, give our final thoughts. But uh, 
is Wrath. Uh, Josh, you want to talk about Wrath? Yeah, Wrath is another five-point whisper. He's initiative five like Kylo. He has 15 loadout instead of 14. Um, obviously no force because he's not a force user, but his pilot ability is after you perform a bullseye attack, if you have one or more non-lock red or orange tokens, you may perform a bonus attack against a different target. So yeah. if your tractor jammed, strained, depleted, or stressed, you get to and you perform a bullseye attack, you can perform as another bonus attack. Which on most ships would kind of be a, a not great ability because it's it's hard to give yourself tokens. But in the Whisper, where you can self jam for three green dice, which you do more often than not, I think, in, with Whispers, you're able to double tap if you have the bullseye lined up. Mm -hmm. And that's a that's a bullseye for three red dice, and then typically with Wrath, an Ion Cannon for three red yes. dice, yeah. or turret arc out the back. Yeah. Uh, Wrath is the only Whisper to have a cannon. Um, and since all the cannons are front arcs, you just keep your turret arc in the back, and all of a sudden you got a, a little itty-bitty fire, fire spray. So, it's good stuff. Long time. Double Whispers with Kylo Wrath is a very punishing list, especially if Wrath gets that bullseye. You're getting ionized for Kylo and Wrath to just bullseye you again next turn. Yeah, it, uh, it hurts. It hurts a lot. A vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you guys, uh, because this is the dilemma that I've been having lately with Wrath. So Wrath, I'm usually taking the Ion Cannon. I, the, it's still like damage, and then the Ion Tokens are just icing on the cake. Um, and then I'm taking the Pattern Analyzer. Would you rather have Predator and Marksmanship or Fanatical and uh, Proud? Oh, I wish you could do both. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. See, <sighs> I think. I don't know. I mean, I I think pattern analyzer on the whispers is very strong because I assume you're dropping. So so you currently have so, predator. So you have ion. Yeah, Ion Cannon yeah. Pattern Analyzer is 11 points, and then you have four more points to play with. Oh, for I see. Two what you're talents. Yeah. A crack shot. Just go crack. I mean, it's it's a. I don't know, and it's a big hit. You're lining up bullseyes. I think it's it's a it's a good way to soften up a target for Kylo to shoot right after. Mm -hmm. I think crack could be very good because. You know, I mean, it is crack without predator though is rough because if you have no mods because you've self jammed, then you're kind of you know heart of the cars. You're hoping you get two three hits, and part of me thinks that's why crack can be good because if you're only getting one hit two hits, you can then see what they roll and that one evade two evades, you can crack it and, and confirm a damage to get through. Right. You know, which which your three hits to their two of aids is the same result. Less flashy, yes. but it's the same result. Um Yeah. What do you what do you think, Josh? I'm really torn. 
because if, if the listeners haven't figured out, I love act, great action economy on ships. So I, I look yeah. at Proud, I'm like, that's excellent action economy, you know, right? Gave, being able to get focuses while you're stressed. Yeah. You know? But then I look at Whisper and I'm like, it's a ship that I don't, especially with Wrath, I don't know if you really care about having focuses because you're probably trying to to double tap anyways, you know? That's self-jam, yeah. You know, right. and I don't love Fanatical on a, on a Whisper just because it has two shields, you know, and instead of one, like a, a Thai FO. Yeah. Yeah, and if you lost the, the two shields, I don't know how much longer Wrath is going to be on the board. It'll be around. So I think... I think I'd probably just go with the Alpha Strike with Predator Marksmanship, but then Thomas bringing up Crack Mix—that's a great option there that you can just pull out and just throw in. Right. Yeah. However, I think I, I'd probably go Elusive. Mm. I like that too. I actually don't mind Elusive on the Whispers because if you're if you're bringing Pattern Analyzer, you're more open to do red maneuvers. Yeah. In in my opinion, you know, right? So you can you yeah. can do your sloops, you can do your K turns, and you know recharge your your thing, and then I think that helps you, so you're not always having two self jam to get those three green. Yeah, you know, yeah. right? If you're at a range three from like a tie fighter, you can be like, well, I'll just use my elusive and just cancel everything. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I like it. Um, also, what's funny, I. I since we talked about the Zai really fast, I wanted to mention uh, Gideon Hask. Oh, wait, no, that, that interaction doesn't work. I was going to say Gideon Hask can give Wrath the strain token that he needs to double tap, but you have to do the, the bullseye first. So, unfortunately, it don't work like that. Yeah. Um, cool. So, really fast, let's uh, just... Before we end the episode here, let's go into final thoughts about First Order. Unless there's any final thoughts about Wrath. No? Cool. I don't have anything else. Cool. All right. Um, so, final thoughts on First Order. Uh, let's let's kick it off with... Uh, uh, I guess the two big questions are, like, how competitive do you think First Order is right now? Like, where on... The, of the seven faction rankings, where would you put first order? Um, and then what ship do you feel like uh, should be in every first? Well, okay, we already know the answer to that question. It's Whisper Kylo. If Whisper Kylo is in every single first order list that you've built, probably not doing something right. But I guess the big question is, is where do you guys rank first order and, and why? Oh, uh, I can go ahead and go if you're yeah. all right with Thomas. Yeah, um, I rank out of the seven, I rank first order at four. Mm-hmm. I think they have probably some of the best five pointers in the game right now. You know, I mean, they have great options there. They, they have great options. I think they have great options every points where they hurt. And uh, we, we, we've all talked about this, you know, amongst ourselves when we played, you know, is first order doesn't have a two pointer. And yep. because of that, list building is hard. Because yep. you can't go like, oh, here's my three five-pointers, a three-pointer and a two-pointer. Because if you could do that, I think first order jumps up into two or three. Easy. Yeah. But because you don't have that, it makes it super hard. So you're not able to take three of these these bigger ships. You know, right? These, these, the, the ships you essentially want. You, 
Because I mean, if you could go like Kylo, Quick Draw, Von Rig, Midnight, and then like whatever two pointer, if there was a two pointer, I think that's a top tier list. You know, right? Depending on how you build ridiculous. it. Yeah. You're right, it'd be crazy good. But the problem is you can't do that. So if you take those three five pointers, you pretty much have to take another five pointer, which isn't bad. But then you're looking at four ships, and none of them are like chunky ships, like a Falcon or a Fire Spray or anything. Yeah, they're all small base ships prone to blow up. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, you had mentioned this, Thomas. Not having a large base for foe, like period, is really, really difficult. Yeah. Um, especially like considering like Empire has the Decimator. Uh, I guess Seppies don't have a five point or a, a large base, do they? Yeah, we got the Infiltrator. Well, the Infiltrator, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Infiltrator think, dial is really good. Yeah, I, I think Republic is the only other faction that doesn't have a large base. No, they've, they've got the Gauntlet. Oh, I guess, yeah, okay. I'm good, I'm good. I mean, it's it's uh, not something you want, you want to be taken, but, you know. Yeah, you're, you are correct. They do have access to a large base ship. Yeah, but no, it is, it is tough to list build uh, four ships. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I go ahead. I was gonna say I I think I agree with Josh about the ranking of the first order. I might put them down a little lower at five. Hmm. This competitively, I think right now on the competitive scene, the weakness that the first order has is I think they don't have they're they're in an awkward spot where their cheap ships are too good. So they can't be cheaper, and their very good ships aren't as good as the best ships of some other faction. I think yeah, I point, think right now, point, yeah. I I think right now there are the I'd say the two two of the biggest archetypes that I see is you have kind of a five six ship list with equal weight throughout the list. We've got five four-pointers or some fours and some threes, and everyone's kind of carrying the weight equally with how much health they have, how much damage output they can do, and that typically has a lot of um, um, interaction triggers, cohesion, you know, token passing or lock passing or things like that where you are really working as a mid-grade team. Or you get lists that are, I have one or two real heavy hitters that are going to pull their weight and I, you know, they're not going to die. They're going to kill two ships and then I can get fluff to run around and grab objectives and distract. And so I think, yeah, I think first order, like you have really, really good ships with Kylo Ren with Von Reg and, but they can just pop, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not Darth Vader with, six health it's von reg with four it's kyla with five and and you then get to beefier kyla but that's seven points you know i i and so i would say first order either needs a stronger strongest ship or they need some cheaper weakest ships to open themselves up to play into their strengths of having ships that are a bit more 
independent of each other. Yeah. Josh, were you going to say something? No, I was going to say Kylo just runs in the problem. He's a seven point, you know, right on the, in the silencer. Cause that would be the ace of your list, right? You know, mm-hmm. six health, great dial, great, great everything, you know, right? I mean, he's good as whisper Kylo is. If silencer Kylo was at six, I don't know. I, I think I'd be looking at him a lot more. You know what I mean? Right. Or if, if silencer Kylo could be fielded with three pieces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If, because yeah. seven-point custom invader is also competitive for the things you can put on him and the workload that he can carry, but he's, you know, the list is filled out with bodies that can do, you know, objective monkeys and do and perform a lot of the things that Vader can't do because you're putting seven points into him. Right. Yeah. Um, I've talked about it before. First order list building feels very, very, very linear right now, and that's a problem. And it's because they, 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 like you guys had mentioned, they have only so many things they can do. You can have one five-pointer and then fill the rest with threes. Uh, and those threes will either do a lot or do very little. And it's kind of up to the RNG machine for that. Um, and then you can have like your two five-pointers. That will do a lot. But like you had mentioned, Thomas, they're, they're prone to dying. And I... I agree that they uh, uh, there there is an even weight distribution there, but not as much because you really need those five pointers to pull their weight, especially. And if you lose one, then it's just ooh, it hurts. It hurts a lot. You lose a, a five pointer. Um, seven point silencer Kylo, like like I was saying, I've been playing him late recently, and he feels good, but he. I, I mentioned this before. He still doesn't feel like seven points. He feels kind of overcosted for, like, yeah, he's got good damage output, but compared to Whisper Kylo, like, I, I just rather save the two points and put it into something else than, than take the, the silencer. Um, I, I agree with Josh. I think I'd put them at four right now because it's not like they're doing bad. They're fine. Uh, but that compared point to point for a lot of other things, they're they're really lacking. Uh, they have their their five pointers, but if you're going to go into a four ship list, then that hurts. If you're going to go into uh, a five ship list, you only get two because that's all you really can do. Whereas, uh, you know, like your resistance can get uh, a bunch of X wings for four points that are chunky and do a lot. Um, your rebels have oh, you fantastic options at five points, <laughs> and yet, and yet can still get a two point like Tie Fighter, um, a Sabine Ren Tie Fighter, a, a Sabine Ren Tie Fighter. So like even better than a Boy, Boy Scout of America, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Empire, great five pointers, uh, and can get bodies still. Uh, so so like you guys, I'm just echoing at this point. The the first order feels very like mid compared to the other factions that are really really good right now. Um, so I, I'd probably put them at fourth. They're they're still going to win things. They're still gonna you can still do well well flying first order. Uh, but right now you know like rebels and republic I feel like are just dominating everything, and uh, first order is kind of lacking in some areas so hopefully 
we get a new ship or some sort of new standard loadout thing that gives us the two-pointer because it, it would really open up a lot of stuff. Or maybe everything gets nerfed back to uh, higher points cost, and that's fine with me too. Yeah. So give us a star star killer based scenario pack, please. Yeah. Uh, I I want evacuation of the car personally, but I just either I just, either one works. I just want a new Podamron. Fair enough. Yeah. You'll, you'll get that in any pack. You'll get that in any pack. Exactly. XML. I would I would love a. Well, yeah. I just six point po. With a good ability, that'd be great. Exactly. Nine point yeah. Poe. Oh. <laughs> like a more high defender elite Poe. What you don't like you don't like overdrive? Maybe that's what we talk about next is resistance. It'd be pretty funny if, if in when they do standard loadouts they have a Poe Dameron in the TIE SF with Finn Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be a good time. I that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be Finn. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Loose Stabilizer podcast. Um, if you like what we do, want to support us, go ahead and check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Loose Stabilizer podcast. Shout out to our Patreon supporter, Nathan McDonald. We really appreciate you. Uh, like I mentioned last week, we are soon. Uh, I got to talk to some people. But we are very soon going to uh, have some uh, rewards for our Patreon supporters. Uh, and I, I think one of the things we've talked about is uh, games. So if you want to get a game in all with us via TTS um, or uh, another idea that we had was uh, influencing our tor- tournament list in some capacity. Mm. <laughs> uh, that 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 was just some silly ideas some yeah. teasers for for our, our fans uh, but thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it um i'm down i'm thomas and i'm josh and uh be sure to repair those crits and have a good one jedi master obi-wan kenobi here reminding you all to tune in every thursday to listen to new episodes of the loose stabilizer podcast and may the force be with you